love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. It is on today, right over there. His name is Drew. Ryder blew my mind today when he said, hey, you know that next weekend is Thanksgiving weekend. And it feels like November just started. Yeah. And that's true. Next weekend. Not so this coming weekend, but the following one. Thanksgiving is what day? Not this coming 20th, weekend. It's the 28th, but that's mm-hmm. next weekend. Isn't that crazy? Not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Mind blown. Blew by fast. Ooh. Like a bird. Like a little bird. Hi, Claire. What's going on? <laughs> There's a lot of things I've always disliked about my personal appearance, but I love my height. I am the Got a good height, Claire. Height. And don't you ever say that. Yeah. You I'm know what I mean? perfect height. Yes. I'm like 5'8". I'm just... Yeah. I'm not too tall. I'm not yeah. too short. I'm just right. You got some good tall jeans I in sure you. I sure do. Okay. Yeah, girl. I'm six foot seven. Me and you can make NBA babies. We sure could. Oh, wow. <laughs> if it were, Think of the tall children we'd create. If, if it weren't for that, I don't want to. <laughs> we could absolutely I'm, do that. I'm a bit insulted. <laughs> All right, right over there. What about you, Ryder the Young, and what would our babies look like? Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, be a six foot seven dude with you know a beard, right? Yeah, I was gonna say like yeah. like giant Vikings, probably. Okay. Yep. Like right. my weight, your height, dang. <laughs> Drew, what would our baby look like? Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm so glad I got to this after that question went out. <laughs> you tell me you never pictured having a child with me and what it would look like. No, I have not. I don't believe it. You know what Easy you guys? Answer, no. You know what you guys? Baby, you guys' baby would look like Hodor. <laughs> Oh, door. Oh, my God. Do you, do you see it now? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my God it would. It. At least mine would be from the waist down part. Oh. Oh. What? He gets know. his vocabulary from his daddy. Oh, oh the door. All right. Well. I don't know where to go. You know what? I just I think we should kick Let's off the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Sorry I started that. <laughs> yeah, Claire, way to go. Mm, boy. Way to get us unfocused today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here comes Tuesday. Let's go. The legendary Fitz happens live. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I take you now out of the Lone Star State, the state of Texas. The food, the food, the food is on fire! (laughs) A food truck in San Marcos, Texas, caught fire and exploded last week. It was so loud it woke people up around the community. People started filming it, but as soon as they got to the window to check it out, a second food truck exploded into a fireball. Tell me that's not a sign of the end of the world. Well, it's a sign of propane tanks being Mm -hmm. in close proximity to each other. Or a sign of the end of the world. 
Yeah, or propane tanks that are explosive and have rubber lines. <laughs> If one truck blows up and there's another one next door, like in a you know, yeah. little parking lot. But what you're trying to say is two food trucks blowing up next to each other like that is an apocalyptic sign. Well, what I'm saying is it's a sign of poor safety regulation and control. Okay. What about the poor food, though? What happened to it? Did, oh, it, did it get fri- is it cooked fri- enough to be eaten? Sticking. Oh. Fried sticking. Check this out. Oh. Anybody check the board today? Here we go. Here we go. One more time. Second. Mine, that's butane, baby. Hey, oh my gosh. Holy mother, that's butane. Okay, here's my question. <laughs> when the first one blows up, mm-hmm. all those people that were like, ah, should have been running away. Yeah. Why were they still there Try for to get the it on film. second it just, one? It was just a couple of seconds, Claire, between that's food not... truck explosions. There's an explosion. And what you do you want them to do? how fast I can do. Run. <laughs> when I hear food truck explosion, I you just say dream that, of Claire. raining grilled cheese. Yeah. You say that, but when the food truck explodes near you... Uh-huh, honey. I'd love to see what you're going to do. It is NFL combine time when the food truck explodes <laughs> near me. Claire running, tr- the, Claire running the 40 last year. Right. She was a 494 40. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like a 1.240 when there's an explosion. You oh, should gosh. do a, I, I want to film you now for the show running a 40. I think it's only fair. She's okay. going to do that jump thing where they hit those sticks. <laughs> yeah. You can but film me drinking a 40. <laughs> Wait a second. Claire. Yes. If you'd let us do it, I would love to do a bit every year. Claire in the combine. Let's do it. Where we put you through the NFL combine, and we got people belting, you know, passes at you. 100%. I'm in. Oh, boy. 100%. Page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of South Africa, drive throughs have talent. This is uh, from South Africa. A guy and his friend, they were uh, filming people singing. You know, orders at the drive-thru, and then all of a sudden something happened. What happened? Can you take your order, please? Can I please get to McFlurry's? <laughs> that will be all, thank you. Anything else, sir? <laughs> I'm all good. Thank you. drive through to the window. <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, sure. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Did you order a frosty? No, I ordered the duet. <laughs> the drive-through duet. Would you like some Wendy's fries and then an extra frosty with it so you can get those fries and dip it in the frosty? Don't you be dipping fries in the frosty. Oh, girl, I could tell you ain't from the South originally because if you were from the South... Or even from America, you would know about getting that fry and dipping it right in the frosty. Uh, this is the manager. You guys are at the wrong place. This is McDonald's. Stop talking about Wendy's here. Let's go to Wendy's. <laughs> Please move on from our drive-thru. You're holding up the line. Claire, fries and frosties, there's nothing like it. I am familiar with the fry and frosty procedure. It's still <laughs> gross. No, it's not. <laughs> what? They're on All the right. view. I'm not about it. What? And there you go. You got the... Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Um, I think we could all agree that the generational divide right now, I mean, it's great. I mean, younger generations and like baby boomers, they do not see eye to eye on basically anything at all. Mm-hmm. So, so here's what's happening right now. Gen Z and uh, millennials, they've created this brand new catchphrase. And it's getting really popular, and I'm sure Ryder the Youngin, you're going to know about this. So oh, I'm just, boy, I'm just boy. letting everybody know right now. It's okay, Boomer. Oh, okay, Boomer. 
Yeah. Okay, Boomer. Yeah. yeah. Terrible so, thing to say to the elderly. Right? Okay, Boomer. What about respecting no, your elders? <laughs> no, I, yeah, no. It's. Have you heard Okay, Boomer? I have, I have. And it's... What's it about? It's a really weird... Th- so, for me, I'm not a big fan of, like, the whole, like, oh, this generational gap, or, like, I don't like the other generation. We're all just kind of human beings, and we're all raised in different time periods, sure, but, like, that doesn't make us... Saying that because I'm a millennial, I'm this way doesn't make sense to me. Okay, Millie. Yeah, see? Okay, there Millie. you go. There you <laughs> go. Okay, okay, Millie. But, like, that, see, that that doesn't offend me at all. Like, it's just like, yeah. whatever. That's a, that is oh, what it that is. is so not true. Millennials hate being called millennials. I really don't so care. So all this is going to do is just ramp that up. <laughs> no, it will for other people. But for me, I just, I never really cared. Do millennials yeah. really hate being called millennials? They do. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's yeah, like, well, do. I mean, technically, if you look at it, we, that's why you're a millennial. <laughs> right. Uh, but why do you guys, uh, you reply to basically anyone over 30, like with, okay, boomer. It's Which like, do you consider accurate. anyone so, over 30, yeah. like, just ancient or something? No, basically what it is, is they think that they have an, an ancient way of thinking. Like, oh, because you're over 30, you probably think that... 30's awfully young. Yeah, it is very, very young. young. I'm not it very is. far from 30. That's, yeah, that's the stupid right. thing, is uh-huh. like, yeah. they look at it this way and they go, oh, you think that way because you're older and like you were raised in that time period. You're, you're just dumb. You're, you're ill-informed. And that's not what it is. It's, you were raised in that time period five years ago. Yeah, exactly, right? It's like, yeah. none of this makes sense. I don't understand the whole, like, oh, I don't like boomers. I don't like millennials. It's, it's, uh-huh. Why does that matter? Okay, okay, Millie. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Well, I mean, th- this battle of the you ages. Guys, you, got, you guys made skinny jeans. Ooh. We don't know. For, that, I, for that, I will never. You. For that, I will never forgive you. Yeah, I, okay, I can't blame you on yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, this this battle of the ages has always gone on. I mean, Led right, Zeppelin yeah. uh, had "Don't trust anyone over." Oh, excuse me, the Who. The Who. The don't who. trust anyone over thirty. Yeah, don't trust anyone over thirty. Back yeah. in nineteen sixty. Dude, Four. they had Hope I Die Before I Get Old, which yeah. they're still playing out on tour at 80. Yeah. So well, <laughs> I guess that's my biggest point is like this has always been a thing. Like long before any of us in this room were born, right. that but was a thing. what's new is the disrespect. What we didn't oh, have before yeah. was, okay, Boomer. Yeah. Like right. that's what's new. Well, that's that, that, the is, that is the, the flavor of the month, right? Yeah. That's the slang term of the moment. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Boomer. It'll pass. Okay, Boomer. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Folks, I'm kind of nervous to talk about this. Disney accounts are already being hacked and sold. I mean, oh, what? yes. Um, hackers have already started breaking into users' accounts within hours of the Disney launch. That was last Tuesday. Yeah. They logged in, removed all the original users' devices, and changed their password and username. That gave them complete control over people's uh, accounts, which they then placed up for sale on the dark web. Some oh were priced goodness. as low as $3. Others uh, were like $11. Can wow. you believe this? Wow. So I'm assuming that when they do this, they don't lock you out of your account because if they did, you would yeah. just stop payment and reset right. your account. So they must give someone else your password so they can use. So you're going, I didn't watch that movie. Why are these movies showing? All these weird you might have movies. people all over the world watching your movie. You see, yeah. that's, that's actually a big problem with Disney Plus right now is there is no recently watched so it doesn't show you what oh, you're watching. Oh, so you don't know what other people are watching? No. So if somebody else is using your account, you have no idea. What if they have recently watched? I don't know. That's one of my had, big gripes right now. What if right you now? stopped halfway through and had to go back and you see have what to happened go find to the cat from outer space? Oh. You have to go find it again. I've been doing it. I accidentally started a Star Wars rewatch. And I so if I they don't have recently time. watched, then obviously they're not going to have the ability to have the like recommended for you shows. Yeah. Come on, Disney. What's up? It's uh, maybe they feel like, we're Disney. It's all recommended for you. 
<laughs> All right, Drew, over to you. Choose your news. Well, the bubonic plague is back in a big <sighs> way. Ryder, you were talking about this the other day. Oh, yeah. A hunter in China, now don't get too worried because it's in upper inner Mongolia, oh. uh, was diagnosed with the bu- bubonic plague, and now 28 people are under quarantine. Now, the, the bubonic plague is better known as the Black Plague. That's the one that wiped out. It took out an entire 15% continent. 15% of Europe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even, you know, back in the Dark Ages, or what kicked off the Dark Ages, really. Um, now, it's easily treatable with antibiotics, but without antibiotics, it's 100% fatal. And it you will need kill. leeches? Wow. It, you could use leeches. That's, yeah. I think that's a less successful But method. isn't it true uh-huh. that there's a lot of stuff out there that are completely like resistant to antibiotics and stuff right now? Yeah, well, so far, the, the bubonic plague is not resistant so far, which is a good thing, but it, it sucks to see it back around. Now, by the way, he got it from capturing a wild rabbit and eating it. Like a hunter. Oh! He was a hunter. That's what hunters do. They eat rabbit. Well, did he not cook it, obviously? Probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. That's scary stuff, man. We're gonna remember that movie Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna have to bring my trip to Upper <laughs> Inner Mongolia right now. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring in the choppers. <laughs> All right, <laughs> suits. quarantine people. All right, Claire, what about you? Choose your news. Well, we've heard this before. If you have a big meeting or presentation at work and you're kind of nervous about that, you want to like put on your game face, like grr in the mirror and see, or, or smile, okay. or do a motivational quote, or women are supposed to stand in the woman Wonder Woman pose, right? A new study proves. Those things actually physically work. The University of Tennessee size says if you you know look in the mirror and do I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone dog people, like, people me, like me, all that stuff, uh, it will actually improve cognitive performance, but also it leads to better recovery from stress. What that oh. translates into is you'll kill at your meeting, and if someone throws you one of those unexpectedly stupid questions that they shouldn't be asking, you will be able to handle it better. That's right. Oh. You'll just be all like, Pfft. can right. I throw out like some advice that I, that I try to do every day? I look in that mirror and I say, if it is to be. It's up to me. If it is to be, it's up to me. Got to go. I got to. Got to make it happen. Got to. You know that's right. That's washing your clothes, or you know. Right. <laughs> no, hey, nobody else going to make this bed. Getting out of bed. <laughs> right. I prefer uh, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I right. stole that from Friday Night Live. Oh, <laughs> did you? But I love it. Right to the young, and over to you. Choose your news. Well, I thought I found you guys the perfect dream job before, but I was 100 percent wrong because now a website, CenturyLinkQuote.com, said that they are willing to pay you a thousand dollars. Offer you a full streaming service and a movie watching kit, but here's the catch. And Drew, you're out of the running right away. Don't worry about it. You don't. You won't care. You have to watch 24 Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, we are in. That's Claire, easy. In 12 uh-huh. days. I'm, I've, I've already done that. I'm already doing it for days. free. I've already done that. You get but, no credit for time served. You got to do it again. Here's oh, the thing. Oh, start over. Okay. Yep. So I have to. I have to watch uh, what warms the heart again. Yep. <laughs> are they throwing in peppermint lattes? Uh, well, that's the thing. So, yeah, they're going to give you a movie-watching kit. They're going to give you a grand to do it and a free subscription to Hallmark. But on top of that, they want your honest reviews. They said no cookie-cutter stuff. If you hated the movie, tell us why you hated it, how it could be better. Tell us what type of movies so you want to see. So what they're really looking for is like a, like a research panel. Yeah. To be really honest about, oh, my God, I'm in. Sign I'm me up so for that, Claire. I'm so qualified for this. That's what I'm saying. Get Claire, I think I'm more qualified than you with this. I'm, no, I'm going to take the spot. I'm way oh. more qualified Do you want to have a Hallmark you. Channel quiz? Let's do it. Right now. Let's do Stand it. Up. Throw down. Let's Stand go. up. Throw down. Go. Well, no, I don't want to stand up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're Hold tall enough. You, it looks like you're standing up. <laughs> I can tell you five different things about those Christmas shoes, and none of them have to do with the song, The Christmas Shoes. That's right. And they all start Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah. What about uh, Lori Laughlin? She's persona non grata. Okay. All right, folks, there you go. Um, choose your news. Fitz happens. Live. Live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. There's Drew. What's on your mind today? Returning to normalcy. Back on a normal rest cycle. Yeah. It's, it's so hard. We to took do... a trip to Memphis a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, and, and 
like Claire and I, our flight got in really late on yeah. on Sunday, so like Monday was a drag. I, I know you had some trouble getting up Monday. Uh, we well, all were struggling. And why were you guys late? Uh, take that. Why did you take the later flight? Because we opted to see Graceland in spite of our uh, good judgment and rest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we opted for the Graceland tour. Oh, good it. for you! It was good for me. <laughs> in, in fact, Claire, Claire no, actually, both, I'm so jealous of that. We both. Uh, had this sense of like we liked Elvis yeah. before this, but sure. we weren't super fans. And then you go there, and it, it, they do a great job of painting a picture of who Elvis was and huh. why this house is important. Huh. It right. wasn't just a, a home a rich guy owned. He right. loved Graceland. What was and, it yeah. about Graceland that you think it he loved? It was the center of his world. People, all of his friends and family. It was a big. He, yeah. he was a family man. Huh. They had big family dinners all the time. Of course, watching TV. The TVs all right. over the there place. There were TVs in every room. Some of our TVs had the, rooms had two TVs. Yeah, fourteen. Oh, wow. TVs. He was a family three man, TVs. Right. and he yeah, absolutely when, cheated yeah. on Priscilla all the time with hundreds of different women. But anyway, <laughs> but he was a family man. <laughs> he, he, loved his his he loved his babies. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what's weird? They said that. After Priscilla like had uh, their baby or whatever, that Elvis looked at her as like a mother, and he he didn't like see her as you know that again after mm-hmm. that. It's so oh. weird. And I'm like, man, that's possible. I look I look that. at my woman and I love the fact that she's a, you know my baby mama. But, yeah, but, I love my baby mama. But you I know, never let her go. Another thing that made it so family was his parents were so heavily involved. I mean, yeah. of course, his mother yeah. passed early, but his dad was his manager, his business manager. Oh no, the, the So books. literally, out in the back of the garage became his office. He had an office out there where his dad would like re- he would help him return the fan letters and handle all his he press handled all the stuff too. Yeah, the yeah. office. It's crazy because oh, yeah, yeah. it's a perfectly preserved like 1960s office with the metal file cabinets, the metal desks, and like the little fans on the desk. Perfectly, and has you it walk right to it. Has not been not touched. Not touched. Wow. The thing about Graceland that will, and, and people sort of, they feel the need to warn you about this, and I didn't understand why, but this one lady kept saying, don't be disappointed, it's not very big. It's not very big. Yeah. It's really kind of a slightly small larger two, than average yeah. size Small two-story house. house. Yeah. 50% of the houses in Bellevue are bigger and more oh, ornate than this house. Absolutely. Wow. But it's sitting on a beautiful piece of land. And the way it's decorated is what's incredible. Elvis's style, taste, that's where the money went, was in the decorating, yeah. not in the house Was itself. there like a basement where, cool, where he yes. was? Yes. They, he had a rec room. The <laughs> basement is so cool. Yes. Uh, he has like his TV room with three TVs on the wall. And they said that he had three TVs installed because he heard that LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson, would uh-huh. watch all three networks at the same time because there were only three networks, ABC, NBC, CBS. Uh-huh. So he's like, I got to have it. He has three TVs in the wall and he'd watch all three at the same time. His hi-fi is in there. Right. It was like wow. this crazy blue and yellow room. Massive record collection. You saw some oh, of his yeah, records. Yeah. He just liked to tur- turn on records. Of course, he had a bi- you know pool table and all that kind of stuff. And we and, all know that, yeah. that. So obviously, he died on the toilet. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. won't let you go upstairs. No. They won't let you look at the potty or anything. Why do you think that is? And by the way, I think we are close to them finally opening no, that up. They said up there. they no. said that it is out of respect for him and the family because that was his private sanctuary. And in, in fact. Yeah. Guess weren't plenty of years have gone there. by though. Like it's it's time. I mean, but, but they're the they're still they're, the they're digging up kings and queens in Egypt. Right. But Why can't family, we see well, the, 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 the years dead for a thousand years? Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the family see. still uses this house for different things. Who so lives okay. there? There's nobody lives there permanently. Oh, no, but they but come and have family needs. events there. But he, yeah. they said that I Elvis, heard that Lisa Marie does sometimes yes. go back and stay. Yes. Absolutely, they, they said that um, Elvis infrequently allowed guests up there anyway because mm. and, and they have they play this little tape of Lisa Marie saying he would always come down ready for the day. Like when yeah. he came down those stairs, he was ready for the day. He didn't come down in a bathroom. He didn't come down wow. in pajamas. When he came oh. down the stairs, he was in the day. Wow, so cool. All right, uh, thanks for sharing that with us. Everybody loves the king. Woo. You ain't nothing but a
Morning Show. This happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, welcome to the Tuesday show. We're getting ready for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in a little bit. What's it looking like? The Chief is doubling down on his beef with Garth. And what do you call that, Claire? The what? The Chief is what? Doubling down on his beef with Garth. The Chief's got a beef. Chief's got a beef. (laughs) We've got the latest on another dig from Eric Church. All right, Drew, standing by with the Tuesday reality check. Colin Kaepernick held a workout on Saturday for several teams with some added controversy. His reps decided to move the venue at the last moment so the media could attend. Coastal. Fl- All right, yeah, tell me about so it. So the event, which was meant to be very private, very quiet. I mean, of course, then they announced it all over everything beforehand. Right. So yeah. I don't know how private they expected to be. Ended up being a, a complete circus. Well, now... The NFL wanted the event private because the NFL did not want the media to see how well Kaepernick was. This, this is, um, this is um, what I'm saying from the other side. What I heard, right, right, and and I heard Colin Kaepernick wanted to have the ability to let the media see that he was in tip-top shape. Right, that's why he well, wanted it a high school or something. Yeah, so there's a lot. I, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm no expert here, but there's a lot more to being a. a top NFL quarterback than just being in the right physical condition. There's a, lot, there's a big part of mental game to it and, and being able to uh, carry the responsibility of a general on the field. Out. You're saying he can't, is that what you're saying? He can't do that? Well, no, I'm not saying he can or he can't. I'm saying that... Um, it seems like you're trying to get very controversial here, Drew. Well, this is a controversial segment of the show here. No, what is it you want to say? I'm saying is seven teams ended up showing up uh, and those were the Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, the Redskins, the Jets, the Titans, the 49ers, all his those, old team, oh, and the Lions. So they all suck. Right. Well, yes. No, actually, the, the 49ers, 49ers are 8-1 yeah, right they, now. They, yeah. No, I will never, right. ever say one positive thing about the 49ers, well, ever. I mean, they, Except that their record holds up right now. They're the, the one team that doesn't need a quarterback. I'm still going to say that, Claire. All right. Right. But uh, yeah. he was seen talking with three of them, uh, three of their recruiters, after the session. But by and large... The NFL media is saying it doesn't really seem like it moved the needle in his favor. That's the quote that's been all over the place. And keep in mind, he didn't call for this little shenanigans. The NFL did. They were the ones who said, oh, we're going to work you out, Colin Kaepernick. We want to see what you have. And you know what that sounds like to me? uh He was suing them, saying he's being kept down by the owners for his political beliefs. So this sounds like they went like, oh, yeah, well, in an agreement, in in Uh like an arbitration room, they said, oh, no, we'll... We'll show you to the teams. And then they asked him yeah. to sign a certain waiver then, as well. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And okay. then they called his bluff, and he showed up, brought the media, and showed what he's got. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. it's interesting times for the NFL. All right. Guy can throw an 80-yard <laughs> pass from his knee. All right, there you go. <laughs> the Tuesday Reality Check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Uh, the Chief not holding back on his feelings for Garth Brooks. This isn't anything new. Can you give us a little backstory here, Fitz, about Garth sure. and Eric? Sure. This is hard for me to talk about because I love Eric Church and I love Garth. But uh, a while back, I think it was a couple of CMAs ago, Garth Brooks lip-synced. Uh, and it was actually a night that he won an award. Uh, Eric Church did not like that. And he started saying, you know what, this is absolutely ridiculous. I don't care if your, your voice sounds like crap. You know, this is country music. We are authentic. You know, Garth, that's absolutely unbelievable. And since then, Eric and Garth, have, you know, really Eric's had a thing toward Garth. You know, Garth, he's so professional. He's not going to react. Not gonna, no, not, not at all. Right. Is it not Garth just going, who? 
Yeah. Who's that guy? You yeah. possible? Don't 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 mistake the the power of the church. He, Eric love, Church is 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 the richest man in country music right now. Is he really the wealthiest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Richer than Garth. So, We're talking yeah. about Garth Brooks. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's. I don't know uh, total. Drew, right. but I, I do know in the past guess. few years, Eric Church is the leading grossing country artist, I think, for and the remember, past four you, years. We're, Garth is a, I love Garth, yeah. don't get me wrong, but we're a generation removed now. Eric Church is now. Mm. Garth Brooks is resurrecting what he's done, except for Dive Bar, right? That's mm. the only new thing he's mm. done. But here's the thing. Last week, they were both up for Entertainer of the Year, and Eric did that big old double down tour, sold a lot of records, made a lot of stuff. And didn't win because Garth won. Well, so he's weekend, a sore loser. That's what this all goes back to. Uh-huh. Don't over mess the with the church. Now. They're going to come well, after you, Drew. I, I, will ma- I will make my opinion known. Drew. I've met both of them and 100% stand with Garth. All right. As so, a sweet, nice yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. An authentic weekend, person. <laughs> he's wonderful. Eric Church was singing the Waylon Jennings song, Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way? Which is basically a song about, you know, how to be a country music yeah. artist. And he changed the lyrics to, I know, I know Garth didn't do it this way. Oh, Let's see. wow. You have that? So you can barely hear it. Yeah, you can't it. really yeah. hear it, but... It was really quiet. I doubt uh, that Eric wanted to start something, but, you know, obviously he knew somebody was going to record it, and, and, and now the fire starts. You know, yeah. it's sad that Eric and Garth are, are feuding. I yeah. Want, I want peace between them. All right. Well, I have yeah. something that will brighten your day. Hey, wait. Can I, can I say this real quick? Yes. I have a special Garth story uh, I'm going to share in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had to do something this weekend that Claire and Drew know, know I had to do. It was a special mm-hmm. tribute memorial. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a special Garth story coming up. Sometime in the show, I don't know where I'm going to place it yet. Wonderful. Go ahead. Uh, rumors of a Friends reunion are actually getting a lot more heat. We told you a few weeks ago about the new HBO streamer called HBO Max. That start next year. They've already bought the rights to run all of the Friends episodes, the whole Friends catalog. But we have what we like to call an official rumor (laughs) that all six stars and the original creators of Friends are in talks to reunite for HBO. Oh. To launch that, the the, the fact that they have Friends. Mm. This wouldn't be an actual, like, a reboot or a new Friends thing. It would be one of those reunion specials where they all come back and talk about it. But they're all apparently on board. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing. Because is it called is it, Still Friends? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, mark. You know, word is Matthew Perry didn't want anything to do with this stuff. Yeah. Well, and I now guess they, I they're going to work for HBO, they could do something really spectacular. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, that's HBO probably Friends what they're gonna as do. seen by HBO. I mean, that's Ooh. probably right. what they're going to do. But I want a movie. I don't want like a long series and stuff. Yeah. Oh, they you know, used to be that. on Must See TV Thursday nights at 7. You guys remember that? No. Absolutely. Oh, well, Must See TV. It where you lived. It was 8 where I lived. okay. Yeah. Frasier was part of that too, right? Yeah. Frasier's coming back too. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Frasier's coming back. That I would watch. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. Fitz happens live. live. The Fitz Show. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes. Do you even know what this song's about? It's about a sweet mama who's passed on to the to the afterlife, and she just wants a little pair of shoes. And a little boy, she says, hey, little little baby, I need you to run down to the Payless and get mama a size 8. You know, I'd heard that before, about 42 times a year. Every Wait, Christmas it's a ghost story? No, it's a, it's about a, a woman, Angel. Gonna pass. She's about to pass. She needs a new pair of shoes, and a little uh-huh. boy wants to get his mama some shoes. Uh-huh. Before she dies? Yes. And, and what are the odds that the shoes are just her size? That's the magic of Christmas shoes. <laughs> Sounds like a Hallmark movie. I think it was. There already is. With you ever seen Christmas shoes, the Hallmark movie? Oh. I think I've avoided it's the that best. one. Oh, I've seen every Claire. Hallmark movie ever made, but I purposely Claire, avoided the, the Christmas shoes. <laughs> Claire.
Claire. <laughs> Sir, I want a body. I don't like the sad ones. I like the happy ones. He goes down to Target and he says, listen, I need, you, I need a good pair of Asics. Asics for Mama. She's about to pass. She needs some size eights. Does he need a big city girl with small town dreams? No, because that would take away from him buying the shoes for his mama. Well, yeah, but there's gotta he's got to get the shoes. He doesn't have much time. He's got to get the shoes back to him. <laughs> you know, there's got to be more plot than he goes to get the shoes and comes back. I mean, that's a, that's a commercial. That's not a whole movie. If they don't get married on Christmas Eve with snow falling, it ain't a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> he ain't going to get married on the night his mom's going to die. His, sure? only, his only goal. Well, this sounds his like o- lifetime. His only goal is to get mama a pair of shoes. The right person. And you pair, guys right? are trying to throw like different spins into it, you know. Different plot twists, like, well, maybe when he goes to get his mom some shoes, he meets the love of his life, lets mom die without the shoes. I would be more likely <laughs> to watch it if Sir, those I things happened. <laughs> For my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these Fits happens live. <laughs> Fits happen. It's, it's the Fits show. All right, we're going to get into a little topic table right now, okay? And and on the topic table, I, I think it's a good time maybe to discuss what some would consider con- controversial topics. Mm. And I think that's allowed on the topic table. Well, okay? it wouldn't so, be much and, of a topic table if it wasn't controversial. Thank you for that. And everybody's got an opinion, right? So during the topic table, we should all be encouraged to, to just speak our minds, okay? Don't feel bad about it. Uh, I thought this was interesting. Taylor Swift uh, just days ago published an open letter saying that Scott Borchetta... Her uh, ex-label boss and Scooter Braun, the man who purchased her entire music catalog, her back catalog, won't let her perform her old songs at the uh, American Music Awards. And Taylor Swift said that uh, the pair are claiming that doing so would be re-recording them, which the singer is not allowed to do until next year. Their alleged decision also affects a previously unannounced Netflix documentary about Swift's life. And the label responded, uh, denying claims, and Swift quickly you know, started snapping back. Um, now with that, I want to read, uh, a couple, I put this on my Facebook page and received a couple Mm. of messages about it. My buddy Ernie said, Hey Fitz, this is terribly irresponsible for Taylor knowing full well what her fans are capable of with their blind loyalty to her. If you have a contractual dispute, take it to court. I believe Taylor's very smart with incredible business savvy, but saying that you are blindsided and now have no, and now have no recourse. Okay. Uh, Shelly says, Fitz, I really don't know anything about the music industry or contracts, but it's common sense that if you want control over your own music, you don't sell it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Aaron says, hey, Fitz, I think a copycat album sounds amazing. Uh, Taylor, turn around and stick it to him. What say you on, on this? Uh, there's some weird details about all these sides. Obviously, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is a legal precedent here. And, and to answer specifically to that second person, um, the music industry is obviously very hard to get into, yeah. and even someone with Taylor's massive talent in the beginning of her career, no one knew who she was, and sometimes you have to make a, quote, deal with the devil. You have yeah. to sign a contract that may not be the best, but it's your only way in, and those are long-term, like, multi-album contracts, Oh yeah. and someone does own rights to that music. So you're saying she did sell it? 
to get a contract, you have to, you know, you have to to get in the, your door of the business. You got to sign a contract, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and a label, you know, album contract. I, I've couple two things on this. Number one, rebuttal, mm-hmm. Senator, uh, Senator. Regardless of who owns her music, and I understand that that's the kernel of the fight. Why on earth would they want to stop her from continuing to perform that music simply for the possibility that she would record it and release it? Can I I answer that for you? If it's an award show where they're doing a tribute and a documentary about her, doesn't the rising tide lift all the boats? Well, can I ask you, I think to answer your question, why they probably really aren't letting her sing all that stuff again is because they're mad. Scott Borchetta is mad that Taylor Swift right. left left Big Machine, which takes and he me, is ticked off. Which yeah. takes me to point. He's number got the legal. Two. He's got the legal right because but he, he right. is mad. Taylor has a reputation for taking on the big bad bully. She stopped mm-hmm. Apple Music and mm-hmm. made them change their business model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She stopped that DJ who I won't name, who's in that city I won't name, who grabbed her butt during a photo thing and went to court for Hang it. On. It only took a dollar. And now she is stopping the literally yeah. titled Big or, Machine yeah. from bullying other people, not just her, or but all she, the people who follow well, her. Well, legally, is she stopping it? I mean, she 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 did put the Swifties out on them. She sicked right? the Swifties out. Yeah. Later, let me, hey, I just received this. Mark says... It's, uh, if I build some furniture and then sell it to someone else, like Taylor did her music, then I don't cry about it when the new owner won't let me use it anymore. Same is true if I paint a painting or create any kind of art. You sold right. your music. It's not yours anymore. So, uh, She's not crying about it. She's being stopped. It's not mm-hmm. just her. Yeah. You think the American Music Awards is happy that Taylor can't get up there and sing any of her hit yeah, songs? Yeah, yeah. The, point, the point is simply that however you feel about it, uh-huh. they own the music. They own it. It's yeah. theirs. They, it, they have the rights to it. Now, she may have performed right. it. It may be her voice. It may be... You know her style, but they actually yeah. own it. It's their ownership. But GM can't show up at your house and go, "Hey, uh, I know you bought this car and you have the title to it, but we need it back. We want to drive it around." All right, we love to hear from you. You make the call. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Um, you know, California is, is continuing to be just ravaged by fires. Mm-hmm. And a year after the campfire wiped out the entire town, the Paradise High School football team is undefeated. 11-0 this season. Wow. Wow. And most of the kids actually live in RVs. Right. As their homes were, were all lost in the fire. Wow. And so the team has really inspired the entire town, which is now rebuilding. And these are some of the parents and the team's coach under the Friday Night Lights talking about the spirit of this team. It's a small town football, man. The kids are the future of this place. Yeah, these are my boys. I'm so proud. I can't even stand it. I just think this is the one normal thing they have in their life is football right now. Green machine. Green machine. See, that's coming together saying we want to do this for our town. No matter, you know, what sort of drama or, or sorrow is in our lives, we're going to, you know what I mean? We're going to overcome it. Right, we're going to find that positive in, in in that negative situation. Yeah, and it's kind of like for yeah, you know, for four quarters out there on the field, your mm-hmm. house didn't burn down, your town isn't destroyed, right. you're just playing football. Just focus on the fundamentals of football. Yeah, but I think it's kind of different with these guys. These guys aren't just focusing on football; they are focusing on the spirit of that town. Like they are all this town has right now. You know what yeah. I mean? That's great, and that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Fit. F I E with a C. Fit happens. Live. 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 Live.
Hey, we'd love to hear from you right now. What is the topic that's absolutely going to ruin your Thanksgiving? Again, what is the topic that is going to ruin your Thanksgiving? Um, I hope my dad's not listening right now. He's probably listening <laughs> on the app right now. But this is kind of embarrassing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, hang on. Don't worry about it, Ryder. Thanks. He might call on the hotline if he, if he does hear me talking about this. So, at Thanksgiving this year, nobody's oh man, nobody's allowed to bring up my dad's tooth. Wait, bring up what? Thanksgiving this year, nobody is allowed to bring up Green Bray Bob's tooth. Oh. 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 Is there, Should we ask? Or? Is it missing? Well, you got, now, what, we are, you got to ask now. I feel yeah, like I, I have to. Know. Is, it, is it missing? My dad had a tooth fall out. Oh. That happens, though. That's a bad sign of aging. Which tooth? What you don't get? It was one up, up on the upper grill on the back or whatever. Oh, on the back? Oh, yeah. See that. He, 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 time to join <laughs> a jug band and sit on the porch. You know, my dad says well, I had a bad experience in the dentist when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's my dad. I mean, that is my dad, Did you guys. Did it break off or fall out? Well, I don't know, but I noticed it a couple of weeks ago when I was FaceTiming with him and, and he, he was in Texas. And, and I'm like, and I got mad. I go, what the heck is going on? What? I was taking a bite of something. The other, he, he took a bite of something, and that's when it plopped. Ooh. And so now, and I'm like, well, Dad, you going to do anything about it? So obviously my mom says, well, don't bring up the tooth situation this year at Thanksgiving. Oh, no. So anyway, that's mine. The I tooth mean, situation? <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't want to talk about whether or not he's going to get a new one or not. Right. Or maybe go Frankly, I, I think he could care less. I'm assuming right. it's right in the front if you saw it yeah. FaceTiming. Yeah. Oh. yeah. A little yeah. front to the left. Oh, boy. Don't know uh, <laughs> So no corn and cob served this this Thanksgiving. Right. I think he was eating. I think he was. I think my dad was eating corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, yeah. Dad, do you ever floss? I I never flossed in my life. I ain't gonna start now. That's a conspiracy by yeah. the floss producer. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So nobody's allowed to bring up to anybody else before we get some of these phones. Well, uh, I mean, the, the 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 easy putts are always, of course, religion and politics. We're probably gonna hear a lot about that. But uh, there's always a family member. There's a family member like the ne'er do well that. That their immediate family is defending him, like you know, little Timmy. He's um, he means well, and then someone else will say, "But he's doing five to nine, right?" And, yeah. and then the battle will, will rage over that one. We can't talk about cousin Justin being in prison right now, okay? Yeah. Right of the he youngin? went away for a little while. <laughs> what about you, right of the youngin? I know you got something that I mean, you're not oh. supposed to bring up at the, at the Thanksgiving table. Oh yeah, I'm never supposed to bring up like how many drinks everybody's on because they're all in, like their seventh or eighth. Oh. <laughs> The counter? Never. Oh, yeah. No, they don't make it out from the counter. All right. Uh, Drew, maybe go over some of these texts in just a moment. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now, back to more Fits. Fits. It happens live. Live. F I T with a Z. Uh, if you're just tuning in, I just wanted to, to ask a question. What's the guaranteed topic that is going to ruin Thanksgiving? I'm going to grab uh, Gertrude. Gertrude? Yes. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing so good, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. What is the topic that's going to ruin Thanksgiving if you bring it up? Oh, President Trump, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, if you bring up the yeah. president? Okay, so so what happens if you bring up the president around your family? Do you have people who... who I, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm an avid Trump supporter, and my family hates President Trump. So it, if I bring him up, I don't want to hear about it. That's what I hear. Wow. Now, are you alone at the table, or is it divide? Do the do the lines draw down the middle of the table and half on this side, half on that side? 
Actually, when it comes to just my family, it's uh, I'm alone at the table. Yeah, huh. you know, it, you know, it's, it's yeah. Gertrude. It's interesting you say that because even like on the radio now doing a show, you know, it's it's such a uh, divisive sort of topic, obviously in our nation mm-hmm. right now. That it, you're right. Even when we bring up something that was just announced from the presidency, we get both sides too. You know, yeah. so we just try to. I describe my this show as high school with pay, where every day is a Friday. And you know what? We we, we try not to really get into any of that stuff, you know? Yeah. I've got a great but one with here. with your family, you don't get to do that. <laughs> right. I've got a great one because I've Drew, witnessed this with my eyes. So Emily from Everett says the thing that will ruin Thanksgiving is bringing up everyone's different parenting styles and yeah. saying who's wrong compared to yours. I saw this because uh, one of my sisters... Let's her kids eat or not eat whatever they want. So she's got really picky eaters that, well, I don't eat beans, and I don't eat this, and I don't eat that, and maybe I'll have a little bit of, of dry turkey, and that's it. And then everyone else in the family's like, oh, really? So she's just oh, yeah. so can't, right. just can't bring that up. Uh, I got one here that's uh, Cowboys football. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Cannot bring up Cowboys football. Oh, somebody better watch it. We, <laughs> Cowboys are always a good conversation for the Thanksgiving table. No. It's yeah, Thanksgiving they're... Day game, by the way. Oh, this text right here was awesome. My aging Italian grandfather is supposed to be using a cane when he walks. But he literally just holds it and walks around, so nobody's supposed to bring it up. Wow. I like this. My cousin's new boyfriend. Oh. Just that. Just yep, like, right? that's it. Now I'm that's wondering it. what's going on with the cousin's new boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Talking about the topic that will ruin Thanksgiving. I, oh, this is interesting. We're not allowed to bring up my drug addict, deadbeat, racist sister. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Jody. <laughs> All right. Wow. Why? Did she talk about Trump? I feel like she won. <laughs> Uh, if you're just tuning in, I just wanted to, to ask a question. What's the guaranteed topic that is going to ruin Thanksgiving if you bring it up? For me, it's my dad's tooth. My dad lost his tooth, and he do not want anybody talking about it. Oh, no. Let's get some of these texts real quick, Drew. I love this. If you bring up anything to my mother-in-law, you're wrong because she knows everything. That's the start. Uh, this one sounds like they dine with fits. Uh, when we're going to have, when my husband and I are going to have babies, it's all we ever hear about. We're so tired of it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I absolutely love, this is my favorite of the day. We aren't allowed to place bets on who's getting divorced next. Apparently we've done that before. (laughs) Mary, what is the guaranteed topic that's going to ruin Thanksgiving? Uh, We lost my dad this year. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry about that. And there's like this huge family feud over his will. Oh. So the few that are coming back here, because some of them are never coming back to this state, not too upset about that, Mm -hmm. but... For those that come back, if Dad's will gets brought up, it's guaranteed deal breaker. Everybody's out the door, and some are flying out of here and never coming back. Whoa. Isn't that amazing? What what? Not only the death of a loved one, but what money does to families. I'm watching yeah. it right now in uh, a certain situation in, in my family, or my wife's family as well. Mm-hmm. It changes it's everything. Just, it's, yeah, it does. I mean, it's totally made the dynamics of what is left. Off the wall. Yeah, I'm so sorry, and I'm sorry about your daddy. Oh well, thank you very much. You guys have a great day now. Fifty was a Z. It's the Fit Show. <laughs> Fits happen. It's it's the Fit Show. Oh man, what does this button do right here? This... <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> because dad your jokes are the worst the doctor says do you want to hear the good news or the bad news 
patient says, Good news, please. The doctor says, We're naming a disease after you. <laughs> that's one of wow, my- that's twisted. <laughs> <laughs> A real bad joke. Because dad, your jokes are the worst. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, please send me your dad jokes. But there is an audience. I have a fan club for the dad jokes. (laughs) You do. What do you do when you see a spaceman? What? Hmm. Spaceman. Spaceman. You park your car, man. <laughs> wow! Oh. Wow! <laughs> it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. Although, that one was good. (laughs) Although, uh, and as always, if you have any dad jokes, send them to me right now. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by. In minutes, I'm going to take you straight out of country and provide you with the biggest songs of 2019. Folks, the charts are about to shut down. We are here. We know the biggest songs right now. One of them, maybe maybe you heard it or maybe you have it. Could be completely unfamiliar to you. But it's one of the biggest songs? It's one of the biggest songs, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, Drew is standing by right now with the Tuesday reality check. Grace Carol Shelby. Number one at the box office over the weekend was Ford versus Ferrari, taking in a little over $31 million. Ooh. Yes, vindicated. So, well, you have had like one out of the past 25 weekends. Oh, please. You've predicted what's going to be I, number I, one. I got no. two wrong, and, you, and you're holding it over my head. No, That's how I'm it works in this place. I'm telling you. I worry Better, don't about, ever be wrong I, on something once. I worry about your ability to choose movies and stuff because you've really, you've really gotten them all wrong for like past three years now but this weekend <laughs> i missed you, one this weekend you did say that the fast and furious movie was going to do well this is not fast and furious this is the true story <laughs> of how ford took on ferrari on their own <laughs> their own field cars. in oman in the 60s <laughs> this one's about cars it's about it's cars about yes so it was but a big you movie. don't have to be a car guy it's a great history movie uh some other films midway which should have been a great history movie but was just kind of okay because remember i talked about it being a chinese production so it really didn't take a stand it was like a third party view of of the Battle of Midway. That didn't really do that well this weekend. And Charlie's Angels, the movie I said that nobody was looking for and nobody wanted. Disastrous. Came in third, which, you know. It made like, what, Behind 8. Midway? It, it made $8.9 million, something like wow. that. Yeah, 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 a little bit over yeah. 8. Uh, I just can't believe they're trying to mess with it so much. Why bring back Charlie's Angels? I don't know. They just it, redid ridiculous. it. Yeah, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think anyone was clamoring for it. No one said, oh, I love Charlie's Angels yeah. so much. Yeah. When are they going to reboot it? Not at and all. And then the two movies that were family-friendly did not do well. That's a bit of a surprise this week. Playing with Fire, which I said would be terrible mm-hmm. uh, at the box office, was terrible. That's the John Cena movie where he's the fireman saving the kids. <laughs> it's just not good. That is so rude. I think the, he does so this, much good for the world. I know, but this return... I know, he does. Yeah. This return on, on the box office shows me that even kids didn't buy this one. Right. Uh, and then Amelia Clark, the Queen of Dragons. 
I'm disappointed to see she came in like fifth or sixth place with last Christmas. Because nobody likes to see her in a rom com. They want to see her, you know, in like a bikini, down the city? in a bikini in Game Murdering. of Thrones. Yeah. Right. Well, right. And I feel bad about that. I think she'd be a great rom com act. She's trying to do that with the, uh, the Hallmark Channel. She's also in the movie on the Hallmark Channel right now. Do you know yeah, what she? She's in one of them. But I think the problem with last Christmas, like my problem with a lot of movies, is we've seen it before. Yes. There was zero yeah. about last Christmas that you couldn't see for free on the Hallmark Channel right, right it, now. And probably <laughs> with a lot more charming people in it. You make a good point. But there is hope for this because as the Christmas season gets deeper, we get further into it, this will sit in the theaters, kind of you know, one screen over in the corner of the movie house, and eventually people will filter into it as they want to see something holiday related. All right, there you go. The Tuesday reality check. I'm going to take you straight out of country. Next, we're going to reveal the biggest songs of 2019. Now, it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, we are about to provide you with, uh, I'm going to give you the top five songs of 2019. I want to say we came up with this based off of airplay, streaming data, sales, uh, opinion from the show. You know your feedback on social media. All that came into play while we determined the biggest hits of of 2019. All right, here you go, folks. I'll kick it off with number five. Morgan Wallen, Whiskey Glasses. Mm-hmm. We continue number four of the biggest songs of 2019. Riley Green, I wish Grandpa's Never Died. Now, wow. a song that maybe we haven't heard a lot. Yes. Right on country radio, but every other you know platform where we could hear music. Yeah. Right. They're listening to it. It's a you great, it's a beautiful song. And, and those numbers don't lie. No. Yeah. You know? Because that's direct engagement from the listener. Right. And yeah. the right. user. Number three, the biggest songs of 2019. This was sort of a comeback song, in my opinion, for Blake Shelton. Uh, even though we've always had a steady stream of hits and, you know, he's he's been all over the voice. Number three, Blake Shelton, God's Country. Right now, we're going to talk about relationships. Again, maybe a song that we haven't seen a lot of on country radio. Ingrid and Dress, More Hearts. Than mine. I absolutely love that song. It deals with like relationships and struggles. Does, does it just get down to the bone for you? Yeah, it does. It cuts deep. Do you cry to this song frequently? Well, not frequently, but I mean, it, what, yeah. Right of the Young and what country song on radio right now makes you cry? Uh, ooh, that's deep, man. Uh, probably Luke Combs came out with a new song. Uh, about the daddy? Talking mm-hmm. about his dad, yeah. That, that one actually hit me hard. I yeah. did cry during that one. I ain't leaving. Yeah, I ain't leaving. I ain't oh my going gosh. going nowhere. That one gets yeah. me every time. Let's move on. The number one song of 2019. Luke Combs. Beer Never oh. Broke My oh. Heart. Yeah, yeah. not surprised. 2019, in my opinion, this has been the year of Luke. Yes. yes. It happens live. Real. Oh. Uh, Friday after the show, we had to, uh, I had to take a quick trip to Nashville to, to kind of do some business stuff. And then Drew and Claire flew to Memphis. And it was over the weekend that I, I was just really honored. Um, and I was asked to be at the memorial of just a guy that I just grew up thinking was just, man, the legend. A legend that he was. And his name was Bob Kingsley. You might know that I do a countdown show on the weekend called The Hit List with Fitz. And it's a countdown show, and, and so much of that countdown was inspired from Bob Kingsley in the country top 40. 
First it was Bob Kingsley in the American Country Countdown, then it was Bob Kingsley in the Country Top 40. Uh, do we have it in there, Shade? Hold on, I'm still loading it. Okay. I actually did a segment for him this weekend on the Countdown Show, but um, over the weekend we they had a memorial for him, and they had some of, uh, some of the people in the nation who also had Countdown Shows say part of the Cowboys' prayer. Um, this is the segment that aired on, on my countdown show this weekend for Bob. From his album called Busted, there's John Conley climbing up a notch to number one this week, The Common Man. Country music has lost its foundation. An unmistakable voice that is synonymous with country radio backed in my mind full of never-ending memories. We've lost Bob Kingsley. Bob's show is particularly special to me as it originates from a little tiny town in North Texas just like me. As a child, I grew up listening to Bob Kingsley's Countdown every single Sunday on my Mama May's radio in her kitchen in Bowie, Texas, USA. She'd be preparing Sunday lunch and Bob Kingsley would be on the radio. And And that was, you know, part of uh, the show this weekend. So we're there, and a bunch of the syndicated radio people, we say, we say our Cowboys prayer. Then all of a sudden, Dirks Bentley comes out, sings a song for Bob Kingsley. Wow. And as Dirks finishes his song, there's a little clip that's played, and it's Bob Kingsley going, and there's Dirks Bentley on the countdown. Man, that kid's got a shining future. Wow. Oh. And Dirks Bentley, tears come out of his eyes instantly, and he puts his hand over his heart, and he looks at Nan Kingsley, that's Bob's wife, and he says... Wow, thank you, right? The service goes on. Uh, You know, this is a guy who served his country, Armed Forces Radio, stuff like that. And then at the end, just a couple of days after he won Entertainer of the Year, there's just, you know, there's less than 100 people in this room, out walks Garth Brooks, who completely gave up his weekend to come and perform for Bob because Bob Kingsley did, you know, so much for him. And Garth comes out and plays the dance and there's Garth four feet away and I'm like this is not happening right now you know wow um so I just and and Trisha was there too this is the entertainer of the year just you know less than 48 hours after he won entertainer of the year and he was gonna come and pay his respects to Bob Kingsley it sounded just as good live as it as it does right now so when, uh, earlier we were talking about this Eric Church Garth feud and rivalry, and some pe- some people from you know uh, the church Eric Church's uh, congregation were writing in saying things about Garth. Let me tell you, I love Eric Church, and I love Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks is goodness. He's good. He's on such a level right now of success that I, I see in his eyes he just really wants to do good for people. He wants yeah. to. Garth wants to give back. You know, it was so beautiful. So that's my Garth Brooks story. Wow. Thank you. He's the real deal. Yeah. Is what I just wanted to emphasize. You know? Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. What's a sweet story? He's sweet. Yeah, that's amazing. Questions, comments, concerns? Drew, in the back of the room, I see you have a question. Yes, sir. Uh, so you, you were at a, like, a service, and he comes out, and he, he performs for everyone. Was that planned? Was it kind of impromptu? Did they know he was doing it? I think... I think um, I think he reached out to Nan like minutes wow. after. She said that the first people who call, the first person to call her 
whenever he passed away was Keith Urban. Like, I mean, these artists come out and they, it's just amazing about country music. They really care. They will drop whatever they're doing and make sure, you know. Well, and yeah. you were telling me that I, I'm not really familiar with his countdown, but you were saying that he always reserved a segment of the show that he would play people that he thought were going places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were the future. No matter what anybody, any label right. said, anyone said, he said, I like this guy, I like this gal, You're I right. think she's going to be something. So he must have done so much for these artists. That's why they have, yeah. like, it's so hard to break into this business to be heard. And he didn't live in Nashville. See, he was outside of that Nashville bubble. Oh, and that's that was interesting. And that was his advantage. He, he didn't, you know, because I'll tell you about Nashville. Nashville is Nashville. You know what I mean? They like their people in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So when you do you, like a syndicated show and you are outside of Nashville, Things get interesting, right? Sort of, same for Bob Kingsley, same for me. But we have the ability that we're outside of that Nashville bubble where we could take risk on certain people that we think, man, that person has some talent and they deserve to be heard. Yeah. So thank you, Garth, for that unbelievable moment and what you did for his wife while she's grieving. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now. And Here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I'm going to take you out of the world of Chuck E. Cheese. It will never be the same. Chuck E. Cheese is rolling out some major changes right now, all of their locations. Say goodbye to the animatronic bands. Wait, what? That made them famous in the first place. You know, I saw... Now, I do have a solution in just a moment. I saw one of those for sale on Craigslist a couple years ago. It was really interesting. It was the whole kit, the band. It had all the backup stuff. It had, like, the CDs that the music's on and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like 7,000. That would look great in your man cave. (laughs) In your case, your man shed, but yeah. In his garage, yeah. Yeah. They're going to be replacing their tokens and robot performers for an all-you-can-play model and light-up dance floor. Oh. Like Dance Dance Revolution? Probably so. Huh. Here's what I... here. uh, If I have to, I will contact the CFO of Chuck E. Cheese. I have an idea. There's a lot of kids like in... In high school and early college, that would love to start like performing and doing stuff. Bring back the live action suits. Like when I was a kid at Showbiz and Chuck E. Cheese, they used to have the real performers up there on the stage. Yeah. Doing the stuff. Yeah. You know, every, you know, once an hour or so. Uh-huh. Really? Let them, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In North Texas, yeah. Because yeah. our Chuck E. Cheese here always had the animatronics, but they did <gasps> have a guy in a Chuck E. Cheese costume roaming. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, every, everybody whoa, whoa, whoa. had the Chuck E. Cheese roaming around. Yeah. What do you mean a guy in a Chuck E. Cheese? That's well, Chuck I mean, I'm e. sorry, Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese, Cheese Drew. himself was roaming around. Yeah. You can tell you're not a daddy, Drew. Well, whoops. Jeez, Children. Man. Whoops. But the animatronics were always there when I was a kid. Showbiz and Chuck Yeah, we, we, had the, we, had, we had real ones for a period of time. Yeah. Bring them back. Let's create some really cool jobs for high school and college kids that could perform, you know, and get some experience. We got to do that. Yeah. Good I'm solution? Just, I'm focused on how to get my own uh, gang, animatronic gang together. I want to buy. Are these going to be going up for auction? Is this like put, I can go put them in the, the, the spare bedroom? Yeah, I'll put them. Some I'll put the them in the backyard. Problem is when you're up close to them, they just sound like this. It's yeah. like everything's <laughs> clacking and clicking, all their mouths and their little I, joints. Yeah, I also find that the closer kids get to those things, they have nightmares. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. They're absolutely creepy. Check this out. Bud yeah. Light right now. So can you imagine 
the live action, like people in the real costumes. Yeah. And you know, Chucky comes out like every hour or every half hour. He throws out tickets and stuff. Yeah. No. We could really make this huge for Chuck E. Cheese, but you got to bring it back to the people. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Nobody can argue against you on this one. <laughs> Whatever. I, th- I think I just snorted. There you go. You got the <laughs> What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Uh, the chief not holding back on his feelings for Garth Brooks. This isn't anything new. Can you give us a little backstory here, Fitz, about Garth sure. and Eric? Sure. This is hard for me to talk about because I love Eric Church and I love Garth. Mm-hmm. But uh, a while back, I think it was a couple of CMAs ago, Garth Brooks lip synced. Uh, and it was actually a night that he won an award. Uh, Eric Church did not like that. And he starts saying, you know what? This is absolutely ridiculous. I don't care if your, your voice sounds like crap. You know, this is country music. We are authentic. You know, Garth, that's absolutely unbelievable. And since then, Eric and Garth, have, you know, really Eric's had a thing toward Garth. You know, Garth, he's so professional. He's not going to react. Not gonna, no, is it not, not at all. Right. Is it not Garth just going, who? Yeah. Who's that guy? You yeah. possible? Don't 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 mistake the the power of the church. He, Eric love, Church is 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 the richest man in country music right now. Is he really the wealthiest? Yeah, yeah. I love he he is. richer than Garth. So, We're talking yeah. about Garth Brooks. Uh, it, you know, I don't know if he's. I don't know uh, total. Drew, right. but I, I do know in the past few years, Eric Church is the leading grossing country artist, I think, for and the remember, past four you, years. Where Garth is a, I love Garth, yeah. don't get me wrong, but we're a generation removed now. Eric Church is now. Mm. Garth Brooks is resurrecting what he's done, except for Dive Bar, right? That's mm. the only new thing he's mm-hmm. done. Interesting. But here's the thing. Last week, they were both up for Entertainer of the Year, and Eric did that big old double down tour, sold a lot of records, made a lot of stuff. And didn't win because Garth won. Well, so over the he's weekend, a sore loser. That's what this all goes back to. Uh huh. Don't over mess the with the church. Now. They're going to come well, after you, Drew. I, I, will ma- I will make my opinion known. Drew. I've met both of them and 100% stand with Garth. All right. As so, a sweet, nice yeah, guy and yeah. an authentic weekend, person. <laughs> he's wonderful. Eric Church was singing the Waylon Jennings song, Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way, which is basically a song about, you know, how to be a country music yeah. artist. And he changed the lyrics to, I know, I know Garth didn't do it this way. Oh, Let's see. wow. You have that? So you can barely hear it. Yeah, you can't it. really yeah. hear it, but... It was really quiet. I doubt uh, that Eric wanted to start something, but, you know, obviously he knew somebody was going to record it, and, and, and now the fire starts. You know, yeah. I, it's sad that Eric and Garth are, are feuding. I, yeah. want, I want peace between them. All right. Uh, rumors of a Friends reunion are actually getting a lot more heat. We told you a few weeks ago about the new HBO streamer called HBO Max. That start next year. They've already bought the rights to run all of the Friends episodes, the whole Friends catalog. But we have what we like to call an official rumor (laughs) that all six stars and the original creators of Friends are in talks to reunite for HBO. Oh. To launch that the 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 fact that they have friends. Mm. This wouldn't be an actual like a reboot or a new friends thing. It would be one of those reunion specials where they all come back and talk about it. But they're all apparently on board. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing because we're called still friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, word is Matthew Perry didn't want anything to do with this stuff. I guess I wanted to move for HBO. They could do something really spectacular. Oh yeah. I mean HBO as seen by HBO. I mean that's probably what they're gonna do. But I want a movie. I don't want like a long series and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it used to be on Must See TV Thursday nights at seven. You guys remember that? Absolutely, Must See TV. Except where you lived, it was eight where I lived. Okay. Yeah, Frasier was part of that too, right? Yeah, Frasier's coming back too. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Frasier's coming back. That I would watch. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live.
Real. I love that he's for real. Funny. Oh, he's amazing. He's hilarious. He has the best personality ever. If I could marry him, I would. The Fit Show. If you don't mind, uh, uh, you know I'm going to be doing this throughout the holidays. It's another Hallmark Channel check-in. All right. Yeah, all right. Yay. I would like to tell everyone right now about... This is so weird. Because uh, I wish I would have went with you guys. Uh, Drew and Claire went to Graceland over the weekend. We we had a trip uh, in Memphis over the weekend at the St. Jude Hospital. And uh, coming up very soon on the Hallmark Channel, Christmas at Graceland. Yep. Home for the holidays. With and it Priscilla. was set up. Priscilla's going to be in Priscilla's right? going to be in it. It was yes. all decorated for Christmas. It was. The they're, probably, they're probably just shooting it. Yeah. Oh. Starring Caitlin Doubleday. <laughs> and Adrian, uh, the dude from... Uh, Adrian Grenier, Gre- Gre- uh, Grenier. From, uh, yeah, Entourage. from Entourage. Entourage guy. Now wow. he's got Vin- like this Vinny. weird. Vinny Chase. He's got this weird. Yeah, Vincent Chase, right? Yeah. Oh. He's got this weird part in his hair now. It looks like a dad. <laughs> it's really crazy. Oh, that's weird. But uh, here, okay. this is Christmas at Graceland. I got a little preview here. The Graceland. For one of the most fun all new holiday movies of the season. Uh oh. Caitlin Doubleday and Adrian Grenier star. Grenier! With Priscilla Presley. Welcome, everyone. It's so magical. She's got some Botox, Priscilla. Christmas at Graceland. Home for the holidays. Premieres Saturday, November 23rd at 8. Part wow. of Cal- I can't wait. Now, I wonder what the... Do you know what Christmas at Graceland is about? Save time and get Target same-day delivery oh, right oh. to your door. It's oh, about Christmas at Graceland. They didn't pay for that. It's about what? It's about Christmas at Graceland. Does yeah, it I don't... I, is, that a, is that a... Well, yeah, uh, know the I fictional plot. story? Is it a plot? Or is it just a celebration? Well, like they're gonna They're going to drink eggnog and decorate the tree? I'm oh. sure there'll be some drama that gets resolved on Christmas Eve. Oh, I got it right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> World Traveler... Let me get my Christmas music again. Can I... World, World Traveler Harper, of course her name is Harper. World Traveler Harper returns to Memphis for the holidays and nannies for wealthy widower Owen. Of course wealthy she does. Widower Owen just Owen. lost his girl. Aww. And the sexy nanny flies in. Yeah. Huh? And he as lives at Graceland? He- as they grow <laughs> as they grow close. Do they put the tree in the jungle room? <laughs> No, they put it in the bathroom. Is Pris- <laughs> right, right where, by the toilet where Elvis died. Is Priscilla his like fairy godmother? And if she tries on the perfect pair of shoes, she gets to marry him no. before Christmas Eve? As they grow close, Harper encourages Owen to break out of his routine and spend more time with his children. While Owen encourages Harper to have confidence. Harper and Owen prepare for a joint. Wow, they don't need to be doing that on TV. No, I didn't know that was legal oh. there. In Harper, fact, I and it's Owen, Harper and Owen prepare uh, for a joint event at Graceland. Featuring a fundraiser for Owen's company oh. and an Elvis at Christmas exhibit Harper is producing. See how it's all coming together? Mm-hmm. That's where it all happens. Wait, she's a producer and she's a nanny? Uh, hmm. well, yeah, she's doing a, an exhibit. Well, he's the producer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where does Priscilla play into this? Is she oh. like the ghost of Christmas past? <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, What did we learn today for Tuesday, November 19th, 2019? This is where you just let us know what you picked up from the show today. And uh, we kind of discuss what we picked up. I learned that our very own Ryder the Youngin 
who I met at a GameStop and, and uh, discovered him at a GameStop and brought him to the world of radio. I learned that he thinks the number one country song of 2019 should have been Billy Ray Cyrus and uh, Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. The biggest country song of the year. And you, you will stand up for that no matter where you are? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's the biggest country song of the year, maybe like ever. Do you think that's the countryest uh, country song you've ever heard? I think it by far, yeah. <laughs> Taking I love his it. horse to an Old Town Road, man. That's right. So you're saying just because it says horsey. It's he a country says, song. He, he talks about horses. He talks about horse tack and, you know, like... Roads. The, roads are a thing. Yeah, roads and... All right. Hey, Marble Drew, man. what about you? Uh, what have we learned today? I learned that every family has those off-limit talk, uh, topics for Thanksgiving that will ruin the Thanksgiving for everyone, and a lot of them involve a particular family member. Everyone's got, like, yeah. a cousin or uh, an ex. You were a little bit rude to my dad today. Well, you started it. I just... What did I, I start? In. You, you said that... He lost a tooth, and you're upset about it. And I said, you going to have to join a jug band now. Sit up on the porch. That's just mean. You ever heard me say things like that about your you know, your mother or father, family members? My mother doesn't exist. I've never seen your mother, and I've known you for like 27 years or whatever it's been. <laughs> GBB served this country, man. How yeah. can you say that? How dare you make fun just because he lost a tooth? You're saying it's not possible for an old person to lose a tooth? <laughs> I'm just saying it's... Maybe time to look into some new hobbies. Well, uh, maybe. You tell I love me. GBB. You know that. Well, wait till he hears this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned I need to brush up on my guitar because Chuck E. Cheese is getting rid of the giant animatronic mm. mouse rat thing yes. and putting in live musicians, and I might have a chance at free pizza. And no, they're not life. putting in live musicians. I suggested they do right. that. They're right. shutting it all down. Yeah, but as Fitz goes, so goes the country. Yeah. Thank you, Claire. You're welcome. Thank you for being one of the only people who recognize that. <laughs> Next, they're going to take out the ball pit. <laughs> kind of hard to move the country when only Claire's with you. I'm still not very Claire and I can move mountains. Yes, There's we no can. doubt in my mind. <laughs> you mess with us, we'll jack you up. Right, or the young end, what about you? What did you pick up from the show today? Oh, from the show today, I learned that even though I don't really care about car movies, I've been proven wrong. I should definitely go see the new Ferrari versus Ford without Drew's. Suggestion. That's right. You do not have to be a car lover to love that movie. Good right. history. This What's the plot? Is, it, it? is there a romance? Is there a romance? Is Vin Diesel in this one? Vin Diesel is not in the uh, movie. No, so we shouldn't no. go then. It's the former Batman, Christian Bale. So I'm like, eh, maybe. And then Drew's suggestion. And Matt Damon, the guy who Matt just Damon. got back from Mars. Matt Damon. What's the plot? It, it's about uh, how Carol Shelby was hired to take Ford and beat Ferrari on their own ground in a game that Ferrari owned. And he did? Top and bottom. Yeah. Because yeah. Ferrari insulted Ford by like dangling the fruit of we're going to sell the company to you and then going, I'd never sell it to you guys. I'd never sell it to an American. Mm, all right. So they beat them. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Have a great day, you guys. We're going to see you tomorrow. More of that, uh, where it came from. My name's Fitz. <laughs> I'm Drew. I'm Claire. <laughs> I'm right of the youngin'. <laughs> Think big. Because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.